It's Tuesday, November 21st, 2017. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast, a daily encouragement to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This daily podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services, and I'm coming to you from Birmingham, Alabama. Well, today we are thrilled to have Billy Chonway with us, and Billy is from South Africa, and the Lord has led him to mobilize the church in South Africa to really care for orphans and widows, but mostly and more importantly, to proclaim the gospel to those who are perishing in South Africa. So, Billy, will you just introduce yourself and tell a little bit about who you are and kind of how the Lord has led you into ministry? Thank you so much for having me. Um, my name is uh, uh, Billions Chondwe, married uh, with uh, four children. Uh, we, we are based in Pretoria, South Africa, and it's good to be on your program today. Absolutely. Well, I know that the Lord has you and your wife and your family working uh, very strategically in Pretoria with orphans and vulnerable children through the local church. And talk a little bit more about your work and what the Lord has allowed you to do there in Pretoria. Uh, yes. What has uh, happened is that... Um, after seeing Orphan Sunday growing to where it is now, than when it started, uh, we felt the Lord was leading us to relocate from Zambia mm. to South Africa. Mm. And uh, our years in South Africa now, it's almost seven years, mm. we have seen that um, there was literally no Orphan Sunday celebration. Mm. The concept of uh, engaging the church uh, through the platform of Orphan Sunday was not there. But as we speak now, we have over 50 churches mm. that celebrate Orphan Sunday. Mm. When we look back from 2012, when we went there, until today. Uh, uh, and through that, we have seen adoption. We have seen um, churches working together. And that has been uh, very, very exciting to see the Lord doing that. Amen. Well, talk about how important it is to that the, the church in Africa is engaged, not because of a Western idea, but because of something that the Lord has birthed in them. Just, just talk about the importance of, of the mobilization of the church in Africa by Africans as opposed to a, a Western movement. Thank you so much for asking uh, that question because that has been one of uh, uh, our core uh, area to uh, motivate the key church leaders to do that because we are coming from a background where uh, the church uh, never had the biblical view of why we should be engaged in orphan care. It was more of like what other companies do, a, a social responsibility. Right. So our paradigm shift came in through our interaction with you and others who support the uh, gospel-centered uh, 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 way mm. of doing orphan care ministry. And what I mean by that was that the church was now motivated mm. to say, it's not just a program, this is the heart of God. Right. This, is, this is what breaks God's heart and how can you be involved? So the church... Uh, moved from seeing it as a social responsibility mm. to a place where they now understand that this is a mandate from God mm. 
that he has given the church to do. So that as a starting point, we are seeing the church responding from that uh, perspective that uh, 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 they are leaving the scripture to do what God has called the church to do. And this is to care for orphans. And the positive part of that has been that uh, it is changing uh, in a way uh, pastors, churches, in most cases, it was only the followers, the members. Mm. Maybe they have money, they will do something. But now, apart from the paradigm shift of seeing it as a biblical call or mandate from God, but there's also a where the leaders also now are getting involved. It's not just left to the few, but it is for everyone mm. within the church. And this includes leaders and everyone to know that it's not for the few mm. to obey, but it's for everyone. And this is so exciting because we have now seen local adoption. We have now seen uh, people giving and supporting this noble cause. Amen. Well, I know for a lot of folks in the West, you know, the East Africa, North Africa gets a lot of attention. Um, and South Africa doesn't, for whatever reason, get as much attention and really they even the southern tip of Africa. So talk a little bit about the needs of South Africans and the needs of folks in Zimbabwe and how, how the church can be praying for uh, our sisters and brothers in South Africa and, and the southern part of Africa. Wow, that is a, a very good and a great opportunity that uh, the global church or uh, brothers out there could be given an opportunity to, to have a glimpse of what is happening. Basically, uh, the Southern Africa, especially South Africa, uh, the government had prescribed on how we could look after the orphans mm -hmm. and they had attached support that if you do this and this, then the government would support you. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes to do it differently and differently in this way could mean different strategies that are contrary to what the government wants to do and because of that we need prayers that uh, the government could let the church be the church mm. yeah we are not taking the government should not take, take the place of the church or the church mm. take the place of the government but i think it's one of the component that uh, prayer should be directed to where where the government in south africa mm. could allow the church be the church mm. because we are bringing to the table what they don't have right. and this is the gospel of the lord jesus christ that could only transform and because of that let the church take its role mm. then secondly the church should not compromise that part mm. compromise because they will not receive fund or what mm. but stand uh, uh, with conviction mm. that uh, God is in this and God will make a way for provision mm. and other things that is needed. Uh, 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 one of the other prayer points could be shared vision mm. where uh, we come to a place as a body of Christ to say methods may differ but we are all presenting one. We are representing the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. We are taking in the gospel. So we have a common uh, place where we can unite for this cause and uh, not allow other things to, 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 to clip in and, uh, and uh, cause the division or lack of unity because we are strong when we work together mm. and our voice 
can be heard when it's one but a united voice and united based on the principles of the gospel of the lord jesus christ even as we serve we serve the 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 orphan or the vulnerable in um, in our society so uh that's those could be my pressing uh, uh prayer points but the needs right now in the southern region is number one that the church should be heard because we are advocating for policies that would kind of help uh, with issues surrounding children there are quite a number of policies that are not friendly we haven't seen much of adoption in this area because of either international or local adoption because of certain policies that government have put in place and would reach out there for prayers that uh, as the church engage with the government and other policymakers that they would hear the cry of the church because the needs because of hiv uh, uh, in botswana in namibia in zimbabwe in zambia in terms of numbers they may say it is decreasing but when you visit uh, the slums the townships you find the reality and what's happening it's very heartbreaking and we seriously need uh, the government to hear the church and other key players in this so that um, uh, we can see children rescued we can see children helped we can see families restored to what they should be so that they contribute to the well-being of uh, of the society or yeah. or their family so basically those um, are, are, are the prayer points yeah. and uh, and they need and as to why southern africa haven't received yet much attention uh, my take on that is um, I think we are at a point where the government in South Africa particularly and Zambia uh, haven't given much platform that uh, the church come out the way in other places have come out yeah so basically that's what I would say for now yeah mm. well I know we've had some conversation about Western influence in Africa mm -hmm. And just a humility and a posture that we would pray that Westerners and the Western Church would take in Africa to not believe that we have the curb on vision or that we have a vision, but to really support our brothers and sisters with with vision. And so, as a as a leader in Africa and as a leader of a global movement in Africa towards Orphan Sunday, which has been so recognized and the Lord has used so well, can you just speak some wisdom into Westerners who want to help? They want to participate. They really want a partner. How, how can we do that well without drowning the voice of the African brother and sister and without really destroying what's happening in Africa? How can we partner well? What are some, what are some true things that we can bring to the African church and African leaders? That is a very important uh, part of this uh, program. And uh, I pray that um, uh, what I'm about to say can be heard very well. Number one is that uh, it has been agreed upon that anything that works better must also take into consideration what is on the ground, mm -hmm. what is, is working. And 
if the Westerner wants to partner and get involved in what's happening in Africa, there should be a recognition already what is happening, right. rather than just bringing like they are imposing, or, 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 or they just come and say, okay, this is how you should do it. But they should recognize what is happening, especially for me, my advice would be, let's not kill what the Holy Spirit mm. is doing. Mm. Because in these uh, whole programs, we must recognize that we are a church, we are Christians, mm. and the power to change lives and whichever method we use is with God. Mm. It's with the gospel in the power of the Holy Spirit. So let's be sensitive to, lack of better terms, I'll say respect mm. what is going on yeah. And if we realize and engage in dialogue and communication, how do we sustain that? Yeah. Because if the Westerners just bring a program and if they go, yeah. the sustainability will not be there. Yeah. So how do we sustain that? Yeah. Is to recognize what are the local people doing? Yeah. And, 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 and of course, there are other expertise yeah. that the Westerner can bring in. But even as they bring in that, there should be some sense of we are partnering to support what they are doing, yeah. not just to leave a program and then they go, or to do a program annually or after three years, yeah. but it's something that even if they are not there, there's continuity. Yeah. And for that to happen, the Westerners should come with a mindset of saying, uh, okay, is this what you are doing? And is this what the Lord is leading you to do? How can we support it? Yeah. So that um, even if funding is not there, the program continue. Let me let me go back to this is one of the things that the Lord spoke to us when Orphan Sunday started because we used to have teams from Australia and they will come and when they come there is change mm. but when they go there is nothing mm. and we said no uh, let's leave out obedience to scripture not waiting for somebody to visit us or to give us as they are giving us but we are still moving on. as they visit us but we are still moving on so that part where programs coming from outside are not coming to crush mm. what is already being done, mm. but coming to fuse in and support, give necessary wisdom, mm. uh, uh, experience, uh, support where it's necessary, but not really create a dependence uh, that if they are not there, then the program could not go on mm. because we are all doing it as obedience mm. to what God is leading us to do. So if I were to give this a, 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 a small uh, 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 wisdom would be to recognize what is being done and then especially being in the context of Christians, this is being done because of obedience to the Lord in the power of the Holy Spirit. Let's not kill that. Mm. Let's support it by taking time mm. to talk with the local and have them a great input mm. because we you are coming in as outsiders your support is needed but is needed in the view of respecting mm. what is being done and how can that continue i mm. think for me at this stage in africa is very vital amen and i would just remind you brother and then anyone who's listening that we need to have the mindset of realizing too that just like you have offered so much to the global church through Orphan Sunday and through your advocacy, that we need to be listeners of each other. Um, because just, I love what you said, the Spirit of God is in us both. 
and the Spirit of God is moving. And there's so much that Africa can bring to the West as well. And I pray that in days to come and years to come, the Lord would allow leaders like you to have a greater voice in the West uh, because of the, the theological compass that you have and the, the hope of the gospel that you have that we so need in the West as well. Well, thanks for being with us, Billy. And thank you for listening to the Defender Podcast. For more information or connect with me, please visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching for Lifeline Child. You can email us directly at info at lifelinechild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel to you to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the fatherless. We'll see you again tomorrow for the Defender Podcast.